Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Night finally descends upon you as you ease into your favorite armchair. You attempt to light a fire in your dim reading room while tree branches scrape against the window. Swiftly, you turn around as you swear you heard your name being whispered behind you. It must be nothing, you say under your breath, and you try to focus on building the fire, but beads of sweat appear on your forehead when you notice from the corner of your eye strange shapes appearing in the shadows of the empty hallway nearby. With your shaking hands, you attempt to pour a stiff drink, hoping to settle your nerves, and you decide to put on your favorite podcast. But to your despair, you soon realize that they're doing a creepy, eerie, skin-crawling episode, and you start to feel your sanity slowly slip away as the shadows in the hallway draw closer. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring, Halloween edition. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. good. That was Jesse's scary intro. (sighs) And now now we're going to share a list. Have you got your list of scary things? I do. You ready? Welcome, everyone, to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome! Halloween edition! <laughs> and uh, we, we basically thought we'd... Uh, Jesse's awesome intro, and now we've got this other intro where we list a series of scary things just to get you in the mood. Are you ready, Jess? Do you want to go with the first one? A naked man covered in butter running full tilt toward you. 
zombies. Oh, that's good. Okay. <clears throat> a tornado in a chainsaw testing facility. Zombie pirates. <laughs> the sound of children laughing at 3 a.m. from the other room in your house when you don't have children. Ghosts. <laughs> You accidentally wore the same clothes as your boss to work. Ghost pirates. <laughs> you spent a lot of time on this list. <laughs> I did. Santa Claus, standing over your bed, watching you sleep, unblinking. Bold cats. That one I agree with. <laughs> Horrible. Abomination. Terrifying. <clears throat> You're enjoying the morning, eating a bowl of cereal as you stare lazily at the window at the rising sun... You look down at your cereal to take another spoonful when you realize that this whole time you've actually been eating a bowl of teeth. Drinking orange juice after brushing your teeth. That's not scary, it's just disgusting. <laughs> scary. Although it related, those nice. Yeah, they were good. So <laughs> that, was good. <clears throat> that, was, that was good fortune. Waking up, bound and gagged in the trunk of a car for the fifth time today. People who call pets fur babies. <laughs> when you're alone in a cave and yell hello to hear the echo, but the cave responds with goodbye. People who call children skin babies. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that in my life. <laughs> Is this what you say? Oh, they're my fur babies. Well, I've got actual children. I call I them my skin, skin babies. babies. <laughs> When your cat hisses and backs away from an open doorway of an empty room. Realizing there's no toilet roll mid-dump. <laughs> that is actually pretty scary. <laughs> I used my socks once. My last one. You got what? <laughs> I used my socks. Is this true? I just put them in the little bin next to the toilet because I didn't want to block it with socks. <laughs> and then I just put my bare feet in my trainers and went home. It's like a mitt. I call that improvising. I'm a guy with my ass, so. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> what would my guy do? <laughs> right, my last one. You're taking a romantic horse-drawn carriage ride through the streets of old Montreal when you look up and suddenly realize it's not horses that are pulling you, but four naked men slathered in butter running at full tilt. <laughs> I don't know, you're tired of it. All right, you like that? <laughs> I didn't write a last one, so I can improvise one. Okay. Uh, one star reviews. Here we go. Those, those aren't scary, they're just sad. Some of them are scary. Like the one that said they wanted to punch our podcast? Yeah, they, they said, if I could punch a podcast, I would. Yep. Well, the closest thing to punching our podcast is us. That's so. true. Halloween. Tell <laughs> Halloween. Me, tell me, why do people celebrate Halloween? It's a reason to, to party and uh, get candy. And get drunk and put on sexy outfits. Pretty much, there's really no other reason. Well, Although I think, how, how um, did it start? I mean, All Hallows Eve, where that originated, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I believe. I mean, if I'm, I'm going to butcher this horribly. From what I understand, it was to appease the dead. The dead would arise sometime around Halloween, um, and we would put on scary looking costume. It wasn't supposed to be scary. It was supposed to be, we were supposed to 
blend in with the dead so as to have them not bother us when they arose for one day out of the year. And it became tradition to dress like the dead, thus dress like scary things. And then it became dressed like sexy dead things, which is a weird thing I still don't understand. Dead things traditionally aren't sexy. Right, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where just, I think that's the way, where the history originated from, but I'm pretty sure I butchered that history. And that is the bit. official line of this podcast, dead things aren't sexy. Ra- yes. Also that's... the name of my first album. <laughs> <laughs> If I ever release one. Your poker one, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so, well, you're, you're kind of there. Cool. So, okay. almost. <clears throat> so, um, Samhain is a Celtic spiritual tradition. Um, this is, is Halloween Celtic oh, in nature, in, in tradition, in history. So, oh, my God, in origin. In, so, um, it looks, like, Samhain, it looks like it's Samhain, is how it, look, it looks like it's spelt. So, I'm sure it gets called that. Just like people say uh, uh, Celtic instead of Celtic. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, how, how do you pronounce it? Because I've seen Samhain. Samhain. But, it, but it I've looks seen like Sam Hain. I've seen Sam Hain and yeah, I've yeah. wondered how to pronounce that. And I, and uh, all of my guesses are wildly incorrect. It's a Cal- is, is, is Gaelic. So, like a lot of Gaelic and like Gaelic languages or Celtic languages don't pronounce things. Samhain. Samhain. So, um, and that was a, a festival that was celebrated by Celts from October the 31st to November the 1st to welcome in the harvest and usher in the dark half of the year. So celebrants believe, uh, people who would celebrate that holiday believed the barriers between the physical world and the spiritual world were, were broken down during this period. So uh, humans and uh, creatures from the other world would uh, be ex- inhabited in the same space at the same time. Which is kind of like Halloween. Yeah, okay. So um, so during the time this time of year, uh, hearth fires in family homes were left to burn out while the harvest was gathered. And then uh, druid priests would light an, a fire using a fire wheel that would cause friction and spark flames like a, like a firework. And the wheel was considered a representation of the sun. And then people would um, pray. They would uh, sacrifice cattle. What? They would sacrifice cattle. Kill animals. Yeah, no, I know what it means. Why would they do it? Because that was well, they did. That was that was the in thing. It's just that was was the fad that year. That was the fad that year. Yeah, (laughs) they were wearing uh, fluorescent t-shirts and sacrificing cows. That was that was the craze, and uh, their their hair spiky. (laughs) I feel like this is a weird rave you're describing. Just (laughs) and participants took (laughs) exactly. So participants took a flame from the communal bonfire back to their homes, and then they would relight the fire in their homes as part of the ceremony. And then hopefully cook the cow they just killed? I assume they wouldn't. Well, it was it was a sacrifice, so they would probably leave it there for the gods to slowly devour with flies. Oh, um, okay. So, Halloween sounds, or Samhain <laughs> sounds super fun. So, I mean, half it sounds half fun. I got, I'll admit that. The, yeah. the bonfires and the, the fluorescent shirts. So Samhain was... Um, uh, apparently it was a mandatory celebration lasting three days and three nights <clears throat> where the community was required to show themselves uh, to local kings and chieftains and failure to, pa- failure to participate was, was to, believed to result in punishment from the gods, usually illness or death. So if you didn't go, they didn't kill you, but they were like, there's a good chance you'll die. And I don't know whether that's <coughs> like, a, like a, a mafia kind of, well, if you don't pay me the money, you might fall over and get hurt next week. <laughs> it was much more of a... It was bad luck not to go. Um, so, so because people were worried that the the, the realities were merging temporarily during this right. period, um, 
they would leave offerings outside villages for fairies just to uh, go, leave us alone. Okay. So for the, fairies. For fairies. So um, Fairies are really big in the UK, aren't they? They are. They're massive. So in Ireland, if you're building a road or a uh, like a new development, you have to leave a patch of grass for the fairies as like a, as a trick. No, this, I'm not. No. <clears throat> even to this day? Even to this day is tradition. You like, have to what? If you're you building a road, like a, like a, like a highway, like a super yeah, highway. You have, you have to make sure that there's a patch of land for the fairies. It's like so, a tradition. So it's bad luck not Government. To. Yeah. Building a super highway, make sure to include in the budget time to build a patch of grass. No, no, just you've got to leave a patch of the original grass there oh, or something. But and still, in, they do that. In Iceland, it's like more than 50% of the people still believe in those old kind of almost like Viking religions. So fairies are part, a part of like the, just the belief system. So you'll get like rock formations that are considered to be like fairy churches or buildings that they have to build roads around and things that they can't demolish. Wow. It's just like, it's just like any other religion. It's just theirs. That's so neat. The wind blows cold. The branches of a nearby tree scrape against the vinyl siding of your house. Sweat drips down your forehead as you realize it's time. For a special announcement. <laughs> so, um, because, so, and this is what you touched on. You were kind of right. So, because I like being kind because, of right because they expected ancestors and creatures to pass over from the other world. Right. Um, Celts were dressed as animals and monsters, so fairies were not tempted to kidnap them and take them back to the fairy realm, which is a common thing in um, Celtic mythology. Is that fairies would kidnap you take you back to the fairy realm where time was experienced differently huh. and then bring you back and you might be of only age three days but everyone you know died and, and you've disappeared a hundred years ago oh wow that's a recurring <laughs> theme in fairy and a lot of people say that it's very similar to um alien abduction where you have the idea of lost time and go into like a bright white light and experiencing these right. strange creatures it's a really weird cultural thing which that's, i find fascinating that is fascinating <clears throat> um i wonder how many instances of People coming back a hundred years later, looking identical and saying that they are who that a person was a hundred years ago. Like, they took me to the fairy realm. <laughs> you don't know me, but I've been living with the fairies for a hundred years. <laughs> so imagine they talk so. after living with the fairies for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't you vanish a hundred years ago? It's like it's only been three days for me. <laughs> it's like not very nice. Um, so, <laughs> so. That's the only reaction. Yeah. So they're so polite over in the UK that the reaction to fairies kidnapping someone for 100 years is, that's not very nice. That's not very nice. That's not very nice. It was, how how were you feeling? It wasn't very nice. I'll be honest. Everyone I knew and loved died. Um, I'm now trying to convince my great-grandchildren to let me live with them. Um, (laughs) Although my bank account, the interest went up quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I got a clean slate. Um, so there are some really specific monsters as well uh, with this with this festival. So there's a shape-shifting creature called a puka, which is actually like, um, so they leave uh, offerings in the fields to stop the puka from coming into your home. Because in Celtic, it sounds like a Pokemon. But in Celtic mythology, essentially it was a poltergeist. It would throw things around and cause havoc in homes. So the puka was a, they believed a goblin that would come and cause mischief in your home. But today, like that phenomena, people call a poltergeist, if you believe that kind of thing. So there was also another creature called, another being called the Lady Gwyn, who was a headless woman dressed in white who would chase wanderers at night. And she was always accompanied by a black pig. 
Oh my god! So a headless, headless woman with uh, no, with a headless woman with no head. This is a headless woman <laughs> with a black pig would chase after you. What would happen if she got you? I, I don't know. She can't bite you. So right? What's she gonna do? We just um, give you an uncomfortable massage. <laughs> <laughs> you look, you look traumatized. I was massaged by a decapitated woman while the. Pig, I always wondered what, stuff what like that, like these stories. Like, what would happen if they caught you? Like, what, what, what then? What's a, what's a, what's a decapitated woman going to do to you? Even she, like, it's terrifying to think of. But what if you just, okay, there she is, and she, yeah, she's caught me. Okay, just push her aside. They're not that strong. Like, you know, like, well, <laughs> take so, her pig, piss her off. Like, you know, well, <clears throat> sacrifice the pig like it would the rest of the cattle. Like, just. I don't know. <laughs> but also there was also headless men on horses who carried their heads. They had. Uh, is, that the, is that where that tradition, the, the story headless for the headless yeah. horseman comes from? So, yeah. and about Craig. Exactly. Riding flame eyed horses, their appearance was a death omen to anyone who encountered them. Jesus. So, um, and there was a group, of, a group of hunters known as the Fairy Host who would hunt people and kidnap them uh, and steal. They would break into houses and steal souls. Oh, wow. So, uh, and apparently it was tradition to carve turnips called jack-o'-lanterns, which eventually became, uh, which was an Irish tradition. Which turnips, not pumpkins. No, turnips originally. The, if you Google Irish turnip jack-o'-lanterns, they look terrifying. They were like really like How small. How turnips get? They're tiny. Well, you'd have to be just careful and clever in how yeah. you carve stuff. <laughs> and then um, and then that switched to pumpkins. And then someone discovered, oh, this is much easier with pumpkins. We should do, be think, doing this the whole time. Think, as the Irish moved to North America, they discovered pumpkins and it was easier to do, you know, pumpkins. You could carve it, you know, you can carve a pumpkin way easier than turning. <laughs> That's what I was saying. So, side, side note on, on, on jack-o'-lanterns. Um, <clears throat> when I was younger, in my 20s, there was a, there was a mall that existed. It doesn't anymore. Uh, and every Sunday they'd have a, a flea market there and I booked a table for like 50 bucks and I, and then I got up a bunch of bought a, I bought a bunch of pumpkins and I got my friends to work like, like an eight hour shift <laughs> carving jack-o'-lanterns, um, from like different styles we found on the internet. And we made like 12 to 15 pre-carved jack-o'-lanterns and I, I, brought them to the flea market to sell and I didn't sell any except for one. I sold one, um, that was instead of a face on the pumpkin, it was a carved out middle finger. And these two guys who hated Halloween so much, they're like, this is perfect. We'll put this out and this will tell the kids to fuck off. Like they'll know not to come to our house. Right? And that was the only one I sold. <laughs> so. Because the fun part is carving the pumpkin. You took all the fun out of it because <laughs> they always look shit. The fun is getting covered in, like, up to your elbows in seeds and pulp. That's what I was selling, the lack of fun. Exactly. You're yeah. like, look, I've defund these pumpkins. <laughs> Pre, pre-defund pumpkins. <laughs> um, and also in Wales, where I, I might have mentioned I'm from. Only a few times. Uh, there was a tradition. I love this tradition. Men tossed burning wood at each other in violent games. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> I love throwing burn at wood at my friends and family. It's a great tradition. It's, it's, I'm going to start. Light some wood throw it and the thing is as well there's no risk of bushfires because at that time of the year in wales it rains 24 7 really heavy rain mist rain drizzle all different kinds of rain name some other types of rain Reese. big fat rain <laughs> um it's just forest gump just big old fat rain rain that comes up from the ground <laughs> purple rain <laughs> Lots of rain. So, and there was big also fat rain. That's my favorite. <laughs> do you know my fa- do you know? Do you want to know what my favorite my favorite rain is? Yes, please. And, uh, it's not big fat rain. That's in the mine. UK, you get used to rain. So when you actually find rain that you like, that's a big thing. I, I so, <laughs> so when I went to Florida as a kid, oh, that's why you called it big fat rain because nobody in the UK likes rain. So all the different descriptors for rain are insulting in nature. Well, you know, like you like people who live in the Arctic regions have like two hundred words for snow. Yes, it's like so many different words for rain. <laughs> okay. But I, really? I went to Florida and there was like a thunderstorm and it rained, but the rain was really thick, but really warm. It was like having a shower outside for free. Warm rain great. is weird. I've, I think I've only experienced and I was like, it once. If it rained like this all the time in my life, I would like rain because I was just wanted to stand there and enjoy hot rain. Right, hot rain. <laughs> Hot Florida rain is my favorite. That was Prince's uh, discontinued. It was never released. Hot rain. It was <laughs> Hot rain. <laughs> exactly. So coming back to Halloween, enough about... about enough, enough about hot rain and big fat rain. Big fat hot rain. Big fat hot rain from Florida. Um, there was also a tradition of a dumb supper. And this a began... What? Yeah, so... I'd say that again? A dumb supper. Dumb. Dumb supper. Dumb. Which food okay. was consumed by those at the party after inviting ancestors to join, giving the families a chance to interact with the spirits they left following dinner. So people would pretend that dead family members were eating with them. Why is it called a dumb supper? Did, did people I, don't, not, I don't know. Dumb is like being mute. You don't speak, I don't, right? I don't know. It was just called a dumb supper. Maybe because they were quiet and you were That'd talking. really creepy. Can you imagine sitting around a table with all your relatives eating, no one speaking because... Like, the ghosts aren't speaking either, who you're assuming is there with you, also eating for plates that you filled up in between you, whatever. And you have to, like, oh, that'd be eerie and creepy as fuck. Oh, my God. It's about to get creepier. No. So children would play games to entertain the dead, while adults would... would Like, throw burning wood at each other? (laughs) Like, little bits of wood. Just, like, (laughs) balsa wood. Um, And adults would update the dead on the past year's news. Uh, and that night, doors and windows would be left open for the dead to come in and eat cakes that had been left out for them. Now, that's interesting. So, like, with Santa Claus. I, I, if, I was, if I was a criminal, yeah. that would be the perfect night to <laughs> not, only, 
Not only do you get a widescreen TV, you also, you also get, get a cake. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Amazon Alexa, flat screen TV, Nintendo Switch with five games and a bowl of cakes. <laughs> Best thing is, I, they didn't even hear me come in. I didn't have to smash a window. I didn't have to crowbar the door. It was great. Oh, my God. It's, oh. why, it's why I never post that I'm on holiday or away on social media when I'm there. I'll only ever post when I get back. Smart. Because it's the perfect opportunity for someone to go, hey, <laughs> he's away for two weeks. Right? And I can see if he's still there because he's posting every hour like an idiot. <laughs> so. It also be a really good way to catch local criminals by uh, posting photos as if you were there, but just sitting in the dark in your living room with a shotgun. Oh, so it's like, it's like a TikTok video. I am not a policeman. I'm going to leave my house. And look, I'm leaving the door open. Bye. I won't be back until three o'clock. This is my address. Is I the, mean, maybe the, a little more subtle than that. Just, I am not a policeman. <laughs> By the way, did I say I'm not a policeman? I once convinced a large portion of people on my Facebook that I was, I just like, that's it. I'm going, I'm going to Florida. I don't care. I took a photo, a close up of the inside of a handle of a laundry detergent bottle in my window. And the close up of it looked very similar to an airplane seat window. And that's all I did. Just took of some clouds in the background with this sort of cutout of the laundry detergent handle. Like, that's it. I'm out of here. See you guys. See you suckers later. And so many people, where are you going? Oh, wow. Holy shit. And then I just took another photo further back of the, and everyone's very upset with me. That's all I have to say about that. That's my story. That's why you've only got five friends on that's, Facebook. That's true. Yeah. Now four because of that incident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, eventually all this K, all this uh, Celtic fun, the dumb, the dumb suppers got this creeps me out. If, if they genuinely like were eating with people they considered to be dead and no one was speaking for an hour, that's creep. That's fucked. That's really creepy. See that old chair over there. That's where your granddad sat. This is tell granddad <laughs> how well you've done in school this year. Did I mention he's dead? <laughs> Sit on his lap. <laughs> oh, traumatize your children <laughs> with imagined dead people in your home. I'm wondering if I'm wondering what would happen. Like when they left cakes out for the dead, did they wake up the next morning and were disappointed when they weren't eaten? And what happens if they were? I would do what I do at Christmas. Like are their kids are like, thank God, the kid, the, the the parents literally believe this crap. They're leaving more cakes out. Let's go, Susie. And then they sneak out and they eat all the cakes, and then they go back to bed. And the parents wake up. They're like, oh, see, it worked. We always, it's when like I was a, a kid, a reversal used, for Christmas. Well, we we always leave a mince pie and sherry out for Santa. A what pie? Mince pie. Mince pie. Oh, that's like a meat pie, isn't it? No. Oh my God, I forgot about this. This isn't a Christmas episode. Mince is like a, it's like a, a, a mixture of like fruit and oh, like like a spices fruitcake. and stuff. Yeah, but it's like a mince pie. It used to be meat, but it, now it's like a, like a, a dessert pie. Huh. Um, and, okay. and you leave one out for Santa and like sherry or whiskey or a glass of milk or whatever. Oh and a carrot San- for Rudolph. This is for Santa gets whiskey at every single fucking house he visits. In, in the, the UK. UK. Every or, or sherry. single house yeah. he gets a drink of hard whole. liquor. So every Christmas I go to and I take a big bite out of the mince pie, but leave some crumbs. I down the, the drink, whatever it might be. And then 
and then I snap the carrot in half and give half to my dog. And the kids come in and I go, oh my God, he's been Andy had a snack. <laughs> so that's what I would do. If it was, if it was um, I'd like to see a show where like, I mean, okay, one of two things, one of two things is happening. Okay. In that, in that, in that world, in that realm of possibility, Santa is either a unaffected by alcohol whatsoever and drinks it out of obligation for the, like, for the holiday and like, and, and it's just so full. It just needs to piss all the time. But he's like, Oh God, another, and it's like, he just, he just downs all this whiskey and it does nothing to him. Or after like, you know, 300 houses, it's just a madhouse. Just <laughs> he's, bur- he's pissing on the Christmas trees. He's coming through the windows. He'd like, he's like taking naps on the stove. Like he's just, ah, Christmas. Just, this is, like if every house <laughs> left him a whiskey or a sherry, sorry, I'm just, I'm really relishing in that I, Im- imagination world of my own. Right. I want to wrangle this back to Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Okay. As much as I love to- <laughs> talking about Christmas, Christmas is a Christian holiday and the Celts uh, were eventually uh, uh, massacred and uh, taken over by uh, the Romans who then converted to Christianity. So fun times, fun times. Christianity didn't like Samhain. Um, and the, I love this name, Pope Boniface. What? Pope Boniface. Is that? Boniface. Pope Boniface of the fifth century. Oh no, let's call him Boniface. Pope, That's... Pope Boniface, Johnny Boniface <laughs> in the fifth century, tried to move the celebration to May the 13th. Um, and specified it as a day of celebrating saints and martyrs. So he basically said, no, you can't do that anymore. It's now in the spring and we're going to do this. And people ignored that and they carried on celebrating anyway. So then in the ninth century, Pope Gregory moved the celebration back to that and called it All Souls Day. Um, but that didn't really catch on. Um, and uh, October the 31st was just stuck as Halloween and still kind of celebrate. It was brought over to America by... <coughs> Irish, Scottish, and Celtic immigrants. Uh, and trick-or-treating, as it's known in North America, was derived from ancient and Irish-Scottish practices uh, where, uh, like in Ireland, mumming was a practice where they would put on costumes and go door-to-door, sing songs. Is that songs. where that comes from? Yeah. That's and, a Newfoundland tradition. And cakes were given as, as payment. The, the, they're called mummers in Newfoundland. Yeah. They still do it to this day, as far as I know. And and there's there were some other Welsh there's some other Welsh traditions from Halloween. Have you ever done have you ever uh, gone to a mummer's party? I haven't gone to a mummer's party. Neither have I. I wish I, I was too young at the time, but I, I wish it's it's fascinating. I don't know if that I mean if just they, didn't, they didn't do it in Wales. They in Wales, for me, Halloween as a kid was getting boxes of eggs, trying to find a shop that would sell kids' eggs, because they wouldn't sell eggs to kids around Halloween. Getting eggs, throwing <laughs> eggs at people's houses. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder why they didn't sell eggs to kids on Halloween. And just causing havoc, the police would drive past, sometimes throw eggs at police cars just to get well, a they're chase. they're the perfect weapon. They are. They, they're like, like, <coughs> they throw, they go, they're so aerodynamic. They're so good at throwing, but they cause no damage when they land. Just, they they just still piss, piss people off. They yeah. piss people off, exactly. So. If I, I was young when I was living in Newfoundland. I was, like I said, I was about 14 years old. So if I remember this incorrectly, if someone could write and let us know, please let us do. But from what I understand, the members tradition, you either went out or you hosted. And you would, uh, you'd have like music and you'd have like live music and you'd have food and much the same as going trick-or-treating, except you dress up, not to scare, but to disguise yourself. And you just walk into a neighbor's house. You just walk in, right? And 
and you you'd have to disguise your voice and you your, your face and your body were disguised and you were offered food and you were offered drink and you could stay as long as you like and and then if you you know you had enough you wanted to, you wandered out of the house and wandered into another neighbor's house and did the same thing there and if your neighbor could guess who you were you had to take your mask off but if they couldn't, you could keep it on and just keep eating and drinking. That's and was, amazing. That's yeah. very similar to the, those kind of Celtic traditions still. Oh, yeah? By the sounds of it. It's, I, I would have loved to go back to Newfoundland just to do that, honestly. I've Yeah, I never got a chance to. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're Bruce Wayne. Damn it. <laughs> just like that. Um, and when I was looking at these Celtic traditions, there were, were two Welsh traditions I found from this festival that happens in some parts of Wales. So... At one festival, you scratch your name onto a stone and throw it into a fire. And then when the fire goes out, if your stone is missing, you will die within a year. Jesus. Which is nice. Why would you want to play that game at all? a fun game. Right. (laughs) And the other one was single women would walk around the bounds of a church shouting, shouting, here is the sheath, where is the knife? To which they they were heard the name of the person they were to marry shouted. Here is the sheath. Where is the knife? It's very um, a lot of innuendo. Yeah, yeah. That's. (laughs) (laughs) Last time that was told to me in bed was it was not romantic at all. It was just it was very. (laughs) (laughs) Where is the where is the knife? (laughs) I am the sheath. Kind of thing. That's exactly. Do a lot of voices. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I like it. It's good. It's It's good. Yeah, yeah. it's very high. Very high. A lot of high pitched voices. Exactly. That's your grandfather in that chair. <laughs> His soul's come to visit us for the night. Bring him a whiskey and a sherry and this cake and sit on his lap and don't leave until he tells you. <laughs> Shall I close the windows? No, the dead might need cakes. <laughs> the mystery so that, of why children got drunk on Hallow's Eve. So again, no politics, but just some interesting facts about Halloween. Oh yeah, I totally forgot this is a, not about politics. But, but uh, uh, alongside <laughs> Jesse's amazing intro, we also have a bonus episode coming out on October the 31st, which is just a horror story voiced by me. I'm ab- so excited about this. About, no <laughs> about the, it's a story, horror story inspired by an incident with um, uh, is this a, Stephen. Oh, is this a- is Stephen Harper. Based on a true story. It's based on a true story. No. Stephen, so Stephen Harper won Halloween. For oh, don't, don't, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Well, no, is, uh, uh, yeah, you have to listen to it. But Yeah, um, no, it's it's amazing. And uh, Reese, Reese uh, you've outdone yourself in your song. I had fun. It's not songwriting. This is, I guess this would be poetry? Prose? It's not, it's not prose. prose. Just prose. Okay. Prose. Yeah, yeah. Awesome prose. Awesome prose by Reese. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for. Um, Having listened to this Halloween show, we hope you're scared. Well, hold on. How do we how do we get to the name Halloween? Where did I that come from? I don't know. I didn't look that up. <laughs> it's all all Hallow's Eve. And Which then, where did that come from? And then it was celebrated by tweens, so they put Halloween. Hallow's Eve and tweens Halloween. Is that is that you're just making that up? I on made the spot that right up completely up. on the spot, and you believe it every time. So. <laughs> so, um, happy Halloween. I hope you're so scared that you might die, but you don't actually die. Right. And eat lots of cake and drink lots of whiskey and say hello to your dead relatives tonight. Leave yeah. your doors and windows law wide open. Let, yeah. Email us your address, the stuff you got, so we know whether it's worth having. <laughs> and let us know you're going to leave the windows open. And I like uh, a 12-year-old Glenfiddich. And I like chocolate cake. There you go. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> you never know. Maybe this Halloween, Reese and Jesse will climb through your window and steal your stuff. So <laughs> it's a new tradition. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a, a reverse burglary where you break into someone's home and leave them nicer stuff. Just, just to confuse the shit out of them. That's just, basically HGTV. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those shows Somebody would be so already much did fun. it. Yeah, it'd be way funnier if they didn't know that their house was being renovated. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! What? Who did this? It's really crazy. They're twin brothers, but they both renovate homes. <laughs> we should do a home renovation show. No, we should. We renovate the homes of politicians <laughs> without them knowing. Without them knowing. <laughs> And drink all the booze and eat all the cakes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you. I hope we've scared the shit out of you. Yes, so um, much feces in your pants right now is the goal. And uh, that you don't sleep tonight. You have terrible traumatic nightmares. Because of all the shit in your pants. And um, that the barriers between the dead and the living decline rapidly. And all of the horrible beasts of the other world roam free through the streets of uh, Halifax, Winnipeg and other cities in Canada that I can't remember the name of because I've only lived here two and a half years. That was good, really good. You were on a roll. I was just going to let you keep going. That was, that was, very, that was very creepy. That's and good. the um, headless headless women with uh, with black pigs uh, chase you through the night trying to give you a back rub. <laughs> <laughs> that is my dream. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Reese. <laughs> <sighs> powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. 
if you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 